This portion of the show is brought to you by American Trailer Company. Check out their great inventory at americantraileraz.com. Let's get right to it. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orvitz here. Happy to be here with you today. Another tough driving day in Northern Arizona. At least in, I don't know where you're at, but at least in Flagstaff. It's one of those days where school should have been called, but I, I get it. It's tough to make these calls. The weather forecast, you know, is like, oh, it's going to clear here and, you know, by the morning. And then it just kind of kept going. And then it got like a snow squall warning at 1115 or something like that. Um, yeah, but it was it was tough going. Then, then to top it off, not to bore you with my day, because you know Angela's out of town. She's over there getting uh, Isabel settled in for her semester abroad. She'll be back here the end of the weekend. I was kind of like this was going to be my you know organization day. Maybe even clean a little because she's coming back Sunday. So get the house in order now while I while I could while I had some time. But then <laughs> I got a call. Owen Owen had a little bit of a little bit of a cold and had to come home. So yeah, it's been one of those days, and you're probably dealing with it too, driving around in the snow. But hey, we'll take it. We'll take the snow. Uh, funny story here before I get to all the non-funny stories. I did get a. I did talk to my daughter Isabel, who's over there in Greece. She went to a supermarket. It's always interesting to go to uh, supermarkets, grocery stores when you're in another country because you can see how different it is from America everywhere and how unique America actually is. It's always a good perspective on our country to get out for a while and to see how good we have and how great it is here and how we don't want to become like a lot of other countries. Uh, and Greece is a great country, but but they went to go buy some like vegetables and fruit, you know, and they go to the register and the person's like, you know, you got to go back. You got to go back to the vegetable area because they have to actually weigh it there and put a barcode on it. Can you imagine that? I was like, yeah, they'd be blown away with the self-checkout lines where you have to actually enter in your own weight when you measure your broccoli or, or whatever, uh, that, that, that the inefficiencies of going back and having someone stand there to bag your vegetables. Anyway, I uh, got a lot to get to, including a push in Arizona to uh, make abortion more, expand abortion, I guess what I should say, from the 15-week ban, ban, and you know that there's a group out there collecting signatures. Well, now a counter group has formed, a couple groups actually, which I shared with you at talkwithjeff.com. You can follow along. There's links there as well. Uh, I'll get to all the details uh, on this push to stop the abortion constitutional amendments from happening here in the state of Arizona. Uh, plus, I plucked a couple of legislative bills that are maybe going to make their way through the process down there. Uh, you know, the opening day of the legislature happened on Monday. And what happens is people start dropping. It's called all their legislative bills. Bob Thorpe talked about this a little bit uh, just on yesterday's program. He actually kind of talked about the whole process in pre- pretty good detail. If you want to uh, learn about that more, go check out the podcast at talkwithjeff.com. But um, there's a lot of bills being dropped already. I counted like 500, and I picked a few, including a ban on photo radar and um, a ban on explicit materials, um, uh, you know, in textbooks at schools and, and a couple others. I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, also, let's hit on uh, let's hit on the CPI numbers. Hotter than quote unquote, hotter than expected. What a what a big surprise, right? Inflation once again came in hotter than in expected. Uh, let me give you the numbers. I also have some numbers here in Arizona uh, that show that inflation actually has cooled some in the state because places like Phoenix were actually the hottest in the nation for a while. I'll get you those details as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. Just me this hour. Um, hey, if you uh, you're selling your home, I, I want you to uh, 
I want you to call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group. Look, she is an expert at this stuff. Uh, she's someone I bring in, I lean on because I know she knows uh, so much about the real estate market, has experienced so much in her years selling people's homes, getting top dollar for people. She always finds five-star solutions for people, even when it's sometimes there's difficult situations. Call Kelly Broadus. You want to get top dollar. You want to get an agent that is passionate about real estate that puts money into these deals. You know, she's going to advertise a whole bunch and get your property out there and get you kind of noticed above the, the pack, shall we say. Call Kelly Broadus right now. Here's her number, 888-446-5602. Or here's another thing you can do. Go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. And what you can do there, you can get a lot more information, of course, but also they have their home valuation tab where you can get an instant valuation on your home. Again, that's northernarizonafinehomes.com. Okay, so let's start with, well, you know what, I want to, I, I said I'd talk a lot of Arizona stuff this hour, but I, I am really frustrated and sickened to see how American children, you know, kids that are here, kids that are American citizens, well, I presume a lot of them, uh, are displaced from their school. This is, this is an outright invasion that's going on in America right now. You see, you've probably seen this. If you haven't, go Google the video in New York City of the kids, the children, the school children. Actually, they're removed from their school, 2,000 kids. So this could happen anywhere. I mean, this could be happening in your town before you know it if we don't stop this uh, this this invasion that's happening at our, in our border. What was the number yesterday that, that Bob Thorpe, Thorpe talked about? Eight million? Eight million been, been come, has come in since or been released since Biden took office? And who knows how many more have come through? I mean, it, this is an absolute invasion that's going on in our country. It's shameful. Our leaders are pathetic. I appreciate the... Freedom Caucus, who is in D.C. right now, saying, you know what, Speaker? You know what, Senate? We're not, you know what, Biden? We're not going to have a budget. We're not going to agree to your no cuts in discretionary spending, because that's what it amounts to. Uh, We're not going to agree to that until we address the border crisis. That's a crisis right there that's going on, that Congress and the president has the ability and the power. We could fix this. Unlike our debt crisis, which I think is just about unfixable at this point, although we could slow it down at least, the border crisis we could actually fix if we put the resources to it. No, but but you watch this video of these these kids. They're they're taken out of their school, and there's buses school the, the, the school buses lined up with illegals, illegals coming in with their kids, illegals, people that came to our country illegally, showing up at the school in the school buses. And displacing 2,000 kids in New York who live here. It's, just, it's, it's, it's absurd. I, I can't believe people are even, and I encourage all of you to maintain your cool, but man, I can't, I, I can't believe people are maintaining their cool with stuff like this. Unbelievable. So we let it go on and on and on. When is the breaking point? I don't know. I don't know. I thought COVID would be the breaking point years ago, but uh, I, I guess too many in America will put up with just about anything. Uh, it's, it, it, it's it's criminal what these people are doing to our country. Anyway, look up look up that video um, of these kids being displaced. It's, it's a sickening display. Um, here in Arizona, the opposition to expansion of, of abortion is is heating up. Uh, I shared this article a few hours ago up at talkwithjeff.com about a new group that's formed. I'm going to go there right now. Bear with me. 
It's one of those days. Uh, it goes too far, the group is called, uh, it, and they're pushing to stop the abortion expansion in the state. Um, they have formed, and they. if you go to the website, go to talkwithjeff.com, and then you can follow the link. I have it right there to their site. It, it really dispels a lot of the misinformation that the folks that are pushing for a constitutional expansion of abortion in Arizona are out there uh, pounding the pavement with. That group, which is out there actually getting the signatures, and uh, I think the link that I have is the the talking points from Planned Parenthood, Arizona for Abortion Access is the currently trying to amend the Arizona Constitution they want to expand abortion beyond the state's current. We've currently got a 15-week ban on abortion, which a lot of states have put in, meaning that you can go get an abortion up to that 15th week. What, what is that? Four, nearly four months? Yeah, nearly four months. So this group that's pushing for the constitutional amendment and, and, and places like Planned Parenthood that are actually pushing that, oh, it's just, it's, it's just horrible. You can't get it beyond 15 weeks. It's, you know, it's all about uh, you know, the, the right for women to decide. Well, you can decide up to 15 weeks in the state of Arizona. So that group's claiming that they're going to, quote, unquote, and that's Arizona for abortion access, the one trying to get this on the ballot, that they're going to protect Abortion access in Arizona ensure every person can make this deeply personal decision with dignity. And like I said, they already can. It's up to 15 weeks. You know, this all took place after the, you know, Roe v. Wade was reversed, as you all know, and it gave it back to the states, states' rights issues. Places like California have outright abortion, so do a lot of blue states. Uh, but Arizona put in that 15-week ban. Now, it goes too far. Um, they're saying that's what the group that is trying to make this constitutional amendment is they're trying to actually legalize abortion up to birth under the broad mental health exemption because they put an exemption in the wording for this constitutional amendment that basically I'd liken it to remember medical marijuana. You could find a way before marijuana was fully legalized recreational in Arizona. You know, your pinky hurt a little bit. You would find a doctor to write you a letter saying that if you don't, you know, get weed for your bong, um, you're going to, you know, your pinky is going to fall off or something like that. It's kind of like that. So there will be, it's a broad mental health exemption that they wrote into this that you will find a doctor to write on it. Uh, They go on to say that it not only... um, it includes not only those struggling with mental health issues, but a woman who simply changes her mind or is experiencing stress. Um, so they're out there pushing. And another group is pushing a movement, grassroots movement, to decline to sign this constitutional amendment, the, the actual petition, to get it on the ballot. Uh, that group is, like I said, declined to sign. I got a link up at talkwithjeff.com. And they're trying to encourage people, hey, don't even sign it. Uh, and quote-unquote, they don't want Arizona to become an abortion haven if the initiative actually passes. The supporters who are out there getting the signatures for this need 383,923 signatures, so-called 384,000 signatures minimum, minimum by July 3rd, 2024. My guess is they're going to get the signatures. This is a very, very well-funded, well-organized group, powerful interests behind them, not just statewide, but also national interests. Uh, if they do indeed gather the signatures, which I expect them to, then this constitutional amendment will actually be before you on the ballot statewide uh, come November. 
So it's going to be an interesting one to watch. I, I, I fully expect that they'll get that, uh, those signatures. But a lot of links there, like I said, up at talkwithjeff.com in this article. Uh, and I encourage you to go out. And if you're really passionate on this subject, there's, there's definitely ways to get involved um, there going forward. All right. Love to hear from you. Your thoughts on this one. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Um, down at the Arizona legislature, as I said, they are in session now, so they're dropping a bunch of bills. There'll be a couple thousand bills probably dropped uh, by time the deadline is reached. I think Bob Thorpe said yesterday, sometime in February. I mean, there is so many. I got a, um, I got a link up there right after, actually, right before the story on the abortion issue that links you to the uh, the bill finder. That's the Arizona State website that shows you all the bills that are active, who sponsors them, the documentation, where it is in the process. I mean, there's literally, there's like 500 bills up there, so it's hard to even grasp what's the hot potato, hot button issue going forward because when I scan through it, I'm looking for certain keywords, but oftentimes it's hard to tell what the bill is until you look, open up 500 documents and start reading these bills. So a lot of times I have to wait until this advances in the process to see, oh, a red flag just went off. There's bill number, whatever, you know, 2005 or whatever. That's a problem. Uh, then we start looking into it. But I did, I did full, pull a few bills, get that out, pull a few bills. Um, the first one, actually, when you go to the link that I have up at talkwithjeff.com, bill number eight, house bill, this is a house, the house bill. Uh, so you got house bills and you got Senate bills, HB or SB. House bill 2001, which is actually bill number one. House bill 2001 is called, Day of Racial Healing. And it's going to create a Day of Racial Healing every year on the third Tuesday of January. Uh, it's a Democrat bill introduced by the only, only one I saw in there, I didn't see any co sponsors, is Representative Cruz. Uh, it's the first bill on the pile, and it's the first bill the legislature is looking at. It doesn't mean it's going to get assigned and actually go through the process, but that is bill number one uh, Day of Racial Healing. Is, is the bill. And I went to the site because there's actually a national movement on this thing. And um, yeah, I mean, I can agree with a lot of this stuff. Like, let's all come together and uh, not base people off of race or anything like that. Yeah, I think I think almost everyone can agree on that, right? Um, but the thing is, is, me reading some of the language on, on what they're pushing is, of course, you know, constantly coming to, uh, you know, especially if you are, it's, it's, it, 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 it to me reads of, let's we we have to apologize for everything that's happened over the past 200 plus years and you know it's it it kind of comes off like that when i read the language in there and it just to me it gets really divisive because you know you can go as far as california where they're pushing for reparations which i think it's kind of fallen apart and things like that and it's like oh i've got to apologize for everything that happens for 200 plus years and um to me, it creates a lot of division in this country. So, you know what? And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm sick of days. We have enough days. We're good. We have plenty of days in this country. I'm tired of coming up with a day or a minute or an hour or a month or a week. Every time I turn on some streaming service, oh, it's, it's this, 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 and this uh, appreciation month or week or whatever. It's just like enough is enough. Just stop because it divides us up it, all into, you know, categories and it makes everything just, just a mess. Enough with your days. I don't need any more days. We're good to go. Let's just use what we got and we're, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's pass a law. Let's do HB uh, 2002. No more days. Nobody gets a day anymore. We're done putting out days. Let's do a couple things on, on the statewide level and the national level. No more days, no more months. We're, we're good. And also, um, 
we're going to seal up the border for here just 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 for a couple years. Uh, no more people, no more days <laughs> until we get things all straightened out here in this country. We've got some stuff to deal with. We're closing up for a little bit. So uh, let's deal with the real problems at hand. Anyway, that's one of the bills. I've got two more coming up here that I'll share with you, including something on photo radar and a ban on sexually explicit materials uh, in the Arizona Senate. Uh, and then we'll keep pushing along and I'll look for some of your emails, look for comments, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those in. I always appreciate all your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. Uh, it might be a good time for you to call my good friends at Desert Gold Exchange. I've been buying physical gold and silver for many, many years, decades, decades. One thing I've noticed over the years is the difference comes in who you're dealing with as far as their overhead, because that overhead gets passed on to you, right? And you wind up paying a lot more for your physical gold and silver because of the fees and the commissions. Look, Desert Gold Exchange has the lowest fees and commissions out there. They guarantee that they keep their overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. Call them up. Mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. They're going to treat you like gold. Plus, they'll send you a free investor's kit. 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. I'm betting that you got a rock ship in your windshield from cinders that are out there. Although I would argue they're putting a lot less cinders on the road. It is it has been bad, a bad week for traveling, especially around. All I can attest to is Flagstaff because I've just done this certain route in Flagstaff. And I don't know if we ran out of cinders or we don't have enough drivers. I don't know what's going on. But there are cinders out there. They, they go onto your windshield. They get uh, knocked up by a tire. Causes a rock ship. Now, Diamond Auto Glass, place I've been going to for years, they'll get that rock ship repaired so it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield. Shield. If you've had glass coverage with them before, hey, just stop on in. It takes 10 to 15 minutes, no appointment necessary. Everyone else, call them up. They'll get you in. They'll get that rock ship repaired, and they'll take really good care of you. Diamond Auto Glass at 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Welcome back. Jeff Orvitz here. Just me today. I don't even know if we'll have Olivia later. We'll see how this schedule works out. I'm in, in a, you know, a state of um, driving around a lot. And I, I'll, for many reasons, I'm looking forward to Angela coming. Not only to be here on the show, not only because I want to spend time with her, not only because um, she takes such great care of the kids. I mean, the li- I could spend the whole show listing the things, and I hope she's listening um, from Greece on the, on the podcast. Um, so looking forward to her getting back, looking forward to getting back to a little more regular schedule. Um, but I'm going over the, I, I compiled a couple of things that the Arizona legislature bills that they're hearing or will maybe hear that have been dropped at least that are in the hopper down there. I've got a link up at talkwithjeff.com, uh, titles Arizona Ledge Bills. 
Um, and, and there's a link in there so you could actually go and scroll through 500 different bills. That's as of right now, there'll be more, there'll be a couple thousand. And if something catches your eye and you start reading it and you're like, Hey, Jeff, talk about this, uh, go ahead and comment right there on the website, talkwithjeff.com. Uh, there's also email links up there as well. Cause I'd love to, I'm not going to be able to scan through. I don't have the, the resources or the mental capacity to scan through the amount of bills that get dropped every year. But one of them that comes up really every year is, uh, my, representative in the Senate, and that's in a lot of you as well. She represents LD7. Uh, Senator Wendy Rogers put up SB 1003. She almost got up there as, as one of the first bills, missed it by two, uh, which is a ban of photo radar, um, which would stop or prohibit towns and cities from putting up those photo radars that just sit there on their own. I got snagged in one of those in Prescott Valley one time. They had that real spot, real bad spot there by the, by the schools, I think by the high school there. And um, it's just snap, snap, snap. It's just everybody was getting nabbed by this thing. Uh, but she's proposing an outright ban that towns and cities cannot use photo radar for traffic enforcement. Your thoughts on that? I, I hate the things. Although I, I would argue, like on ADOT roads, for example, I-17 uh, especially, and this is just the route I drive, so it's the route I know. I'm sure many of you are probably seeing similar things on Arizona highways. Um, more enforcement certainly would be nice in a way of pulling some people over that are past. I'm doing 70 miles an hour, and I'm getting past like I'm standing still, especially there by like, uh, you know, the Cornville exit and all that where it's curvy, and I see accidents every week and deadly accidents as well. Uh, but more enforcement out there, but I don't, I don't know if we have the resources for the people or if, there's so many people speeding, it's just hard to keep up with the, at this point because I'm seeing people doing 90, 95 miles an hour out there. Um, but anyway, SB 1003, ban on photo radar enforcement. Uh, that's at least for cities and towns going forward. Another one that I caught here is a ban on sexually explicit, explicit materials in our schools. It's SB 1007. Uh, it was Representative uh, Wadsack brought it forward. It's got support from Representative Chaplick, Heap, Hendricks, Jones, McGar, Parker B, and Parker J. When you get Parker B and Parker J combined, you've got serious force behind us. I never even heard of them, actually. But <laughs> anyway, SB 1007 would ban materials in schools that depict in text or by picture sexual acts without the written parental permission um, so basically it's, you're, you're talking a lot of stuff that they've been doing in the schools. And it's like, okay, if you're going to do this, you have to get uh, parental permission. Um, and I don't see what's the problem with that. Who would oppose that, that you actually have to get permission from the parents to expose them to things that maybe they've been exposed to. Maybe they haven't. Maybe the parents, I mean, when you say maybe I will say the parents should be the, the deciders in this. Uh, but the left always thinks they own your kids. The left thinks they're, that's their kids. They're in the public school. They'll, they'll do what they want. That's why it's so important that we continue to support the Empowerment Scholarship account and stop Governor Hobbs from trying to get rid of this thing. I've got more on that coming up. She's throwing out more ideas on how to make it more difficult for people to go to private schools with your tax dollars. Your tax dollars, you're paying this in. She thinks it's, she thinks it's her tax dollars. She thinks it's the uh, teacher union's tax dollars. No, it's, it's our tax dollars. And we, 72,000 plus students, families, or kids in, in the state of Arizona, out of what, about a million students have decided, I'm done with the public school. Um, and so, and, and part of this is the, what I'm talking about. Some of the crap they've been teaching. Look, look at Flagstaff Unified School District a few years ago. 
when, when we broke that story on how they were teaching the infinite uh, universe of gender, there's more genders than the stars in the sky or some crap like that. And it, that, that cyborg was a gender. Yeah. We broke that. And it was like, it was such an oddity. We were like, cause this is a few years ago. We were like, this is weird. This is like such an, a one-off. Yeah. And then it spread everywhere, right? It spread everywhere. Anyway, a couple bills there at the Arizona legislature, go check out talkwithjeff.com and uh, you, you can Follow the link and see some of the bills there. See if anything catches your eye out of the hundreds and hundreds that are up there on the legislature's website. All right. Um, if uh, getting hungry, uh, it's a good time to drive on over to Sportsman's Bar and Grill. It's Sliders Day, and they always got a great special going on at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Voted best sports bar in Flagstaff many years in a row. They got their $4 menu. Uh, and this might be – I don't know what kind of soup they got tonight. I don't know if it's the pozzoli. I think clam chowder's on Fridays. I'm not sure. They usually have something really hot brewing. And, and man, their, their chef makes really, really good soup there on a cold day. Plus, uh, great drink specials as well. Sportsman's Bar and Grill just north of downtown Flagstaff. Out of downtown Flagstaff, though. though. It's uh, right there in the Basha Shopping Center with plenty of parking. Go check it out. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. <laughs> Jeff Orovitz here. I, I want a refund. I want a refund on the money we played, paid to Anthony Fauci. Did you see this one on Fauci's blabbing his mouth off, right? And one of the things that came up was the, the six foot social distancing. And uh, remember when. There, it wasn't just me. There were so many, so many people, and really, a, at least a third of the country, that when they came up with six foot social distancing, we were like, "You guys are stupid." Like, like I didn't even need to look that up, do any tests, have any kind of scientific mind or degree or anything like that, and you didn't either. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a regular guy, <laughs> like I always say, with a napkin and some crayons. Um, not traditionally educated, although, man, do I spend a lot of time educating myself and I've, I've paid the price <laughs> in, in other ways over the years, like a lot of you out there, not to bash people that have degrees on the wall or anything like that. But if you listen to this show, you probably got some common sense too, and not just that degree. Right. And here you have these, uh, technocrats that came out and they were like, Oh, six feet. You have to do it. You got to be six feet. You got to be six feet. And I was always like, why not six feet, two inches? Why not nine feet? Why not four foot, eight inches? This just made something. He pretty much just said they, they didn't really have the scientific data to back it. And they translated, translated what Dr. Fauci just said the other day is uh, that they just, they made it up. They pulled something out of the air because there was people asking them to pull something out of the air. And it's just like, they got to, they got to make themselves important and act like they actually had some kind of solution to the coronavirus when there was no solution really needed other than the normal stuff you do with the flu. And they destroyed the whole world economy for, and while we're still paying the prices price for that, they, they destroyed people and took away people's freedoms. Uh, put people in jail. I mean, people actually got arrested for opposing their idiocy. 
But no, no, no consequences. I'd say at least ask for a refund for his bad advice. He was he was the highest paid federal employee until he finally retired. Thank thank God. Um, yeah, so he just made it up. Yeah, just made it up. They had no idea. And, and the mask, we know that he, he admitted at first masks don't work. Then masks all of a sudden did work. No consequences for the ADC that these people brought upon our country. So that's one national one. Uh, another one here, Christie, former New Jersey governor and perennial forever politician. What does this guy do outside of this? I mean, he was governor of, of New Jersey. He's run for president a couple of times, hasn't he? He's, what does he do? What does he do? Other than run for things. He dropped out of the presidential race yesterday. It's like, he was polling at 1% or something. Then there was a hot mic incident. It's like, it's like people, when there's a mic around you, it's, just assume it's on, right? Just assume that mic is on. These people should know that. He wanted to be president. He doesn't even know that. Yeah, he was saying that uh, Haley has no chance. I agree with that. She has no chance. It's going to be Trump. Trump's going to be the nominee. Uh, but we'll see what happens in Iowa on Monday. Uh, how close either DeSantis or Haley is, and who drops out next. Do any of them stick around in hopes of being VP? DeSantis says he will not be VP uh, under any cer- any situation, circumstance. Uh, I think Haley would be uh, Haley polls well with a lot of independents, surprisingly, and she actually polls better uh, against Biden uh, than any of the other candidates. But she's just she's a warmonger. I mean, she's just a warm. I'm not a big Haley fan. Um, but hey, you never know. Maybe she'll be she'll be uh, VP. Um, let's see. Also nationally, so the consumer price index came out today. So the was that who who does that? It's the labor department. I guess the labor department does that. Uh, and they came out, and all the headlines around in the financial media and, and beyond is quote unquote inflation is still ready. Hotter than expected. How many times have we seen this? Inflation is still hotter than expected. So what they were reporting on is the, the December report, which looks at December, and then you look at it year over year, you know, the 12 months back, and it's the last report of, uh, you know, 2023. It showed that there was a 3.4% year-over-year increase. The talking heads and the people that are supposed to know stuff, uh, the same people that – predict the weather, I think, um, they, they were thinking that inflation was going to be at 3.2%, so edging down some more, but it came in at 3.4%. Um, now, that's the CPI that has uh, that does have the food and energy in there. There's also the core CPI, which excludes food and energy. This one's interesting because it was actually core inflation. You rip out food and energy, which is life, <laughs> Without that, there is nothing, especially energy. Without energy, you, you don't have you don't even have food. Um, core CPI without food and energy was up three point nine percent, also higher than they thought. And that's an interesting one because if you've noticed, and and I'm glad that we have this happening right now. Uh, gas prices have steadily declined. I haven't looked up the average lately, but I know when I'm going around, I'm seeing it right around three bucks or so. I bet you it's more in Phoenix, uh, but around three bucks a gallon. So, and, and you know that you know that means that other states, you know, you get to Louisiana or something, or you get to Texas, you get to the Midwest states that have the refineries closer because Arizona just we don't have yeah you know, we don't have one refinery in this state. So when you're getting your fuel, you're getting it from an, another state. So we're one of the more expensive states in the country when it comes to gasoline because the transportation co- costs. Uh, to get it here. Don't know why we never, we never got a refinery. Uh, you'll never get one now. There, there hasn't been any kind of sizable refinery built, and I've had experts on, on this topic, any kind of sizable refinery built in this country 
other than modifications to existing ones, they've made a couple small ones, but it's been like the 1970s. It's crazy. So anyway, um, if you notice, gas is at about three bucks. So when you take the core CPI, which excludes the food and energy, it's at three point. It's higher than the the um, what do they call that other inflation number? Just the basic CPI. They have names for all these. It's all different kinds of CPI numbers. Wish I could remember for you, but uh, too much snow on my brain. Anyway, that number is actually higher than the one when you when you strip it out. That's because energy costs have actually been coming down. Um, so my question is, if inflation is hotter than expected right now with energy costs coming down, what happens if energy costs? I shouldn't say what happens if. I should say what happens when energy costs start going back up because they probably will. Um, so anyway, we're stuck in that really 34 uh, to 3.9% inflation range. I mean, it depends on what you're buying, right? I mean, like eggs, you're finally getting some relief on eggs. Eggs fell 28%. Remember how eggs were like the golden, the, the golden, well, not goose, but we'll go with that. The golden goose, you know, they, these things were like they were up so much for so long, especially uh, with COVID and the COVID hysterics finally coming down. My chickens are still very, very valuable, though, because eggs overall are still very much up from just a few years ago. Like everything. Remember, this was all transitory inflation. And the reality is they might come down some, but we're going to be at this high level forever. And it's still growing overall by, you know, three and a half, uh, 3.4, 3.9%. Now housing was still up year over year, 6.2%, although it is coming down in some areas. Things like auto repair, that's up 10% year over year. Uh, So there's a lot of things you go out and buy and you're like, it's still cranking up there. Uh, One thing that did happen in the report that came out with the, because they look at all different cities. Uh, I haven't pulled Flagstaff or Prescott, but I I did pull Phoenix because Phoenix was the high, one of the highest. It was either one or two, usually in that range for the past few years, as far as inflation in the entire nation. At one point, I believe it was 9.5% year over year. And one month, actually, Phoenix inflation was like 13%. I can't remember if that was 21 or 22, uh, but it was just a staggering amount of inflation that, that had happened in Phoenix. They're actually on the lower scale of inflation. Now, things have really slowed down in Phoenix as far as those prices cranking up. Uh, and I think a lot of it probably has to do with housing. Housing has finally started to adjust down there. <clears throat> Excuse me, 2.7% CPI uh, in the Phoenix area. So I don't know. Look, the bottom line is the numbers are rigged. So I wouldn't put too much stock or too much faith in any of this. Uh, in the article we have up at talkwithjeff.com on, on CPI, I actually link to shadow stats, which a lot of technical stuff there when you go to his site. Uh, but he does the, the inflation number. The, he calls it the alternate in, inflation number, but it's really the inflation number that the government used to use. He says pre-1990. I thought it was the early 80s before they started hedonically adjusting let me just put this simple. They, 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 the way they do inflation now is they adjust things all over the place. Uh, the, the example I've used for years is your automobile doesn't cost more than it really used to. Uh, it, it has so many more features that it's more valuable, so we adjust the price accordingly. Things, things like that. They adjust it because, oh, the, 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 yeah, the product went up in, in price, but it's actually a much superior product, so we can adjust that down to compensate for all kinds of things. Bottom line, they adjust things like crazy, and they finagle and fudge the numbers uh, downward. It's always downward. If you go by the way they used to do inflation according to shadow stats, which looking at all their data over the years and how they do it, I think that's a more accurate representation 
Inflation's really still about 8%, you know, 75 to 8%. So far higher than the, the actual government numbers. All right, your thoughts. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, a way to save some money would be getting a new set of blinds, shutters, or shades from my good friends at the Blind Brothers right here in central and northern Arizona. Took great care of me and Angela last year where we got all new blinds in our home. Uh, most of your heat loss, and then in the summer, you know, the cooling, when your, your cooling costs are going right out the window, it's through your windows. You know, the closed windows have a very, very low R value. And we all got a ton of windows. We love seeing outside and bringing that into our home. But, uh, hey, at night, if you can close those blinds in the winter, and get a great set of blind shutters or shades from the Blind Brothers. It's going to save you some energy, save you some dollars out of your pocket as well. Plus, they do a great job of installation. You mentioned the Jeff Orwich Show. Get half off the installation costs. Just mention the show when you call them at 928-634-2423. That's the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423. Or go to theblindbrothers.com. More to come. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff forward show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. As you know, I recently bought a brand new dump trailer from American Trailer Company right in, well, it's right outside of Flagstaff, actually, about five minutes north of Flagstaff, um, right there on 89. Look, you don't have to go to Phoenix or somewhere else to buy a, a trailer, flatbed trailer, cargo trailer, dump trailer. Check out their lot. I mean, they've got a huge amount of inventory. Plus, check out their inventory at americantraileraz.com. That's americantraileraz.com. Here's a cool thing. Veteran-owned company, no city sales tax, and great, great products, lots of inventory. And they, they promise you, look, you're, they're, they're going to be about the same, in some cases, lower in price than if you went all the way down to Phoenix. So if you're in Prescott, you're in the Verde Valley, you're in Flagstaff, Williams, Winslow. I know a lot of you have um, you know companies that need trailers. Personally, you need it for your ATVs, UTVs, maybe horses, things like that. Uh, you name it. They got it out there at American Trailer Company. Check out the inventory once again at americantraileraz.com. All right, welcome back. Another wet, snowy, cold day in uh, northern Arizona. We'll take it, though. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we're in this pattern now that's going to keep cranking here. Remember last year? It just kept going. Never stopped. It was like freezing. People lost their gardens into June last year, like weeks into June, because it was just so cold. So, and uh, Yeah, I, I, typical at driving out there. You know, there was no delay on schools in Flagstaff this morning, uh, and it was just dumping when we went out and I get it's hard to make that call but this morning obviously wasn't wasn't the right call yeah but going up a hill someone in a car you know spinning spinning out um if you're just new to Flagstaff you need something with at least front wheel drive um speaking of schools so you know the issue of the ESAs continues to heat up you've got uh, Hobbs Governor Hobbs who really wants to destroy this program she came out with her plan last I've been talking about it a ton she came out with her plan to make it really hard, make you have to jump through a bunch of bureaucratic loops, 
uh, loophole, loops, loopholes, whatever, hoops, I don't know what you call it, uh, to get into a private school. Going so far as to saying you got to go to a public school for 100 days first. How ridiculous is that? Take your kids out after being in one school after three months and say, oh, okay, now we're going to pull you out. Unbelievable what these politicians come up with. But now there's a debate going on over fingerprints. Hobbs wants private school staff fingerprinted. And I'd like your thoughts on this. I mean, should they be? I think a lot of them already do it. Uh, I don't see how this is a huge issue. I think that a lot of uh, the, I, I, I think that in order to go on certain trips, even some of the parents needed to be fingerprinted at the school we go to. So I would think this would be pretty common practice. Is this required? Do you need a law for something like this? Uh, and besides the fact, just the last week we had a press release of a talk with Jeff.com. That Flagstaff Unified School Districts uh, or um, you know law enforcement had arrested a FUSD employee for allegations of uh, trying to attract a minor, you know, and that person was arrested. Was that person fingerprinted? Probably. Does this? Sometimes we send out a false sense of security, but I don't know. Fingerprint. I, I don't particularly have a problem with that. Uh, Speaker of the House Ben Toma said he didn't really have a problem with this, but if you're going to cram it in with a bunch of other bills and try to destroy ESAs, he will have a problem with it. Um, so we'll see how this one progresses. But you know, another battle there that may happen uh, when it comes to the public schools versus the private schools and the ESA program going forward. All right, give me some of your comments. Love to hear from you. Try to share those in the next hour of the program uh maybe we'll get olivia in here we'll see how timing works out and she can go through some of your text messages and comments as well uh plus we'll get you caught up on more stuff going on and um some projections on what i see coming where do you see how much the national debt has grown just since the national debt blew over 34 trillion it's it's expanding rapidly talk about that a bit and much more uh and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast hit that button hit subscribe Share it with your friends. Hang tight. Back in just a few. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of this show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up the Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area. This is Jeff Orvitz, and if you listen to my show, you know that I recently had the blinds replaced in my house. And when we decided to get this done, obviously we called my friends at the Blind Brothers, and we weren't going to deal with anybody else because this is a great northern Arizona company. They don't use subcontractors, so you know who you're dealing with. Now, the Blind Brothers came in. They laid out all the options for us. We picked out, my wife Angela and I, a great set of blinds. Uh, they gave us a great price. We opted to have them do the installation, which they can do for up to 
to half off the price, uh, as well as any other advertised specials. It's a great deal. They came in, they took out all the old blinds, got rid of them, hung the new blinds. They work perfect. We are very, very happy. I want you to do your neighbors a favor. Call the Blind Brothers for a free estimate at 928-634-2423. I know you're going to be happy. That's 928-634-2423. Or go online. They have great monthly specials at theblindbrothers.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. More info at JustWirelessAZ.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome back. Hour two of the show. She made it, actually, through the snow, <laughs> over the river. And it was a perilous journey, but here I am. Yeah, those are, it's like blue sky now. I just looked out for the first time in a while. I did a little shoveling and stuff, so maybe the sun would melt it. But yeah, that was in the moved quick. Was a little rough. <laughs> yeah, they just should have canceled. Should have had a snow delay. Yeah, least. you know what do you? I don't know. Hard. To, I, you bet. Yeah, watch this. I bet you watch. There'll be like a delay tomorrow, just because it's so icy now. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's usually that would be funny. That's, that's usually a lot how of kids goes. work on today though. Yeah, so we got got a bunch more for you, including. Um, more legislative bills that have been proposed. And if you're, if you subscribe to talkwithjeff.com, which is free when I say subscribe, it's not like you got to pay for this or anything. Oh, you no, could, you can I just mean, go get it. you could send us money if you want, just randomly. Olivia, I mean, that would be fine. It's not like we'd complain. Olivia Faith would take prohibited, it. But. Yeah. <laughs> but at talkwithjeff.com, uh, I put up a few, uh, all the, all the bills that I was looking at. It, and, and it was like 500 bills that have been proposed so far at the legislature. So I just started scanning through them and picking ones that I find, uh, found interesting. And another one I want to cover this hour is actually no building permits. Well, that'd be good right there. But no building <laughs> permits uh, in the county for tiny homes, homes under 600 square feet. Oh, sounds sounds pretty good. I mean, it's you get to rural. like built in a factory. No, you build those yourself. You're thinking like modulars and stuff like, like that. No, these are actually uh, tiny homes. And um, we'll talk about it here in just a second. And then I, I, was, I was looking through the news posts on uh, various sources. And I guess... Uh, we might be, by the time we wake up in the morning, bombing with Britain, the Houthi, the Houthi group, the rebels or whatever you call them, the, the ones that are lobbing rockets and stuff and drones and all that all over the place from Yemen. So just got leaked that, yeah, we may be entering that stage of the whole crisis going on over there. So we'll see how that, how that turns out. Uh, also from the White House. They were having a press conference, and the White House says that basically what they said, you know, those kids I was talking about in New York City, and Olivia probably didn't hear this story, but a bunch of illegals showed up in New York, and they don't have any room for them. So what they did was they cleared out a school, you know, like like a kid kid's school. That people were going to? Yeah. They, they cleared out the school, and they bust in the illegals to take over the school. Yeah. How, wow. would, you, how would you feel about that? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. America, America third. Or 47th. America 47th. Somewhere on that list. But check this out. The White House, uh, the press secretary there, whatever her name is, she said that basically it's it's New York's problem. It's New York's problem. (laughs) Like, well, wait, whoa, 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 wait a second. You guys, the the feds and especially the left, but really uh, most of D.C. political machine, they want to control everything in this country. 
right? They, it's like, oh, I know. Since when do you not want your yeah. hands all over anything? Yeah, it's like they don't they don't like states' rights or anything like that. All of a sudden, they're all about states' rights. It's like, oh, this is not our problem. It's New York's problem. New York deal with that, you know. But hey, if Arizona or Texas or whoever tries to uh, put up their own border. Like like in Arizona, you had those shipping containers that Deucey put up. You remember that. Or in Texas, they were putting up things to block the Rio Grande uh, traffic to make it hard to swim across. Then all of a sudden, if, hey, there's an immigration problem. Oh, that's that's the Fed's problem. We'll take care of that. We mean we'll rip it all out and make it so they can all just pour in. And there's an invasion going on. I mean, this is getting to the point where, like, you know, the Great Wall of China type stuff. Where, I know. You, know. you have to build a wall. Well, they're probably like, oh, New York's handling it fine. They're doing just what we would want them to do. So Yeah. And um, I don't know. Pull your mic a little closer there. Maybe my ears are just going. My ears are going. I think that could very yeah, well be. Yeah, that very could be. I'm like, it's clogged up or something. Anyway, huh. um, yeah, so now all of a sudden it's New York's problem. Now all of a sudden D.C. is all into, um, like I said, states' states rights. So you, you guys take care of it. Okay, that's fine. Suspicious. Yeah, very suspicious. <laughs> but it's so sick to watch these kids. Actually, they're removed from their school. I know. 20, Imagine 2000, that 2000. 2000. 2000 kids. Yeah, and they, they brought in the migrants to fill it up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, love your thoughts. Talk with, get an email in. We'd love to see some emails from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, if you um, want to have a conversation with Glenn Least, one-on-one conversation, uh, really good time to call him up with everything that's going on in the economy, uh, in the markets. Uh, Glenn Least with WT Wealth Management. I think he shares a lot of your values. I bring him on this show because uh, he... he he aligns with a lot of stuff that I uh, hold, you know, firm and hold true. Uh, he also really knows his stuff when it comes to the markets and uh, enjoy picking his brain all the time. Why don't you do that yourself? Just call him up, 928-225-2474. Get a second set of eyes on your portfolio, 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management, 928-225-2474. Okay, um... Let's do the tiny home things. I, I guess on an EVs too. There's a story out of Flagstaff on the charging stations around the city. It's also a story from Hertz Rent-A-Car on the EV uh, fail, <laughs> epic fail. Um, I, I will loop back around to that, but I've been talking about a post I put up at talkwithjeff.com, which links to the Arizona legislature. And on there, you can look through, and I encourage you to do this, look through the 500 bills and see if anything grabs your uh, grabs your eyes or something and, and that you want me to look into more and just email me and I'll try to get the representative on if there's, you know, there's so many, but um, I looked through and I last hour talked about three of them, um, which was the day of racial healing, which will probably just divide us, uh, the ban on photo radar and then a ban on sexually explicit materials in schools. Uh, so talked about that. And now I've got a, another one here for you and it's a, a Let's call it tiny homes. And this is a this was a large bill. I haven't seen any information on this, like where it is in the process, like they've if they've read anything mm-hmm. or, you know, moved it along at all. But it's by Representative Parker, uh, Barbara Parker, who's a Republican from District 10, I believe, HB 2096. And what it would do is in me glancing it and not being a lawyer. So <laughs> take that for what it yeah. is. Let's see. Yeah, what it would do is, is prohibit the counties, and there must be some kind of county organization that's about to go uh, ape, um, I won't use the, use the word, uh, lose their bananas on this thing because, you know, they like to make sure everything is tidy and in control all the time. Uh, but they also talk about 
these these representatives, these bureaucrats, they're all talking about the fact that we have, remember the housing crisis? Big air quotes. The housing crisis. The housing crisis. They keep going on and on about the housing crisis. Everything is yeah. the housing crisis. And I spent a lot of time on that on like yesterday or the day before, and I told you that the, the government will never fix any kind of housing issue. I ever. Mean, just by the fact ever. that everybody has claimed that they're going to fix it, and um, I don't see any fix. Yep. You could do like a, we should do like a, a time-lapse video of, of, of city council members in Flagstaff alone. 1982. Oh, I'm going to, yeah. Fix it. <laughs> <Once> <laughs> for all. 1982. I'm going to fix the housing crisis. 1984. I'm going to fix that. All. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> it's like SpongeBob. Three decades later. Oh, no. You too? Is your brain yeah, been taken over? No one's got me addicted to that thing. Ugh. SpongeBob's got some wisdom. Anyway, um, so they, they keep on saying, we're going to fix housing, we're going to fix housing. And I contend that anything they do will only make housing worse. We'll only make the cost of housing worse because Speaking they keep... from experience. Yeah, oh, I'm, look, 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 I've got nearly three decades of housing experience. I ain't an expert in a lot of things, but I'm an expert in housing and real estate and things like that. I've made that my career. And I'm starting to wonder because I see some of, um, what do I say, Representative Barbara Parker's bills. She's a Republican. I don't know, I don't know who she is. Uh, had to look her up. She must be in real estate or something or, or familiar because she's got some bills and has signed on to like some uh, like tax lien things, I think, and, and something to do with handymans and, and handy men, handy people, handy they thems. You knew I had to do it. You knew I had to do it. <laughs> and, funny. Anyway, ha, ha, ha. anyway um, so she must have some. So this bill maybe could do something for housing. And I've contended for a long time also that so, so much government land. There's so much government land out there that's just sitting vacant, right? And that government land, if you're into taxes, which I'm not, but if you if you are into your public schools, which I'm really not into that either, but the way they get half their funding in a lot of these public schools or a big chunk of their funding is property taxes. Get more land on the books. That only create, makes sense. If yeah, it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there. That'll create well all this so cities across the state and towns, they have so much land. From useless little strips left over, which I say, just give it to the neighbor, get it off your books to, you know, Let hold, them have a few extra feet of yard. Yeah, right. Hold and that, that way you don't have the liability, you know, take care of it. it's not full of weeds and trash and, you know, all kinds of crap. Um, get the land on the books, sell it off. Right. I mean, that's one way. And then let people develop that land and improve that land. We made our country great by doing that. Think back to when they actually used to do the, the homestead things. You used to go out into the Midwest or where, wherever. All that land was just available. Oklahoma, this, yeah. And it's like, let's settle these lands. And I, I see an opportunity here. And this bill, the tiny home permit ban, I called it. I, I'd call it the construction freedom bill. We'll see if it makes it anywhere. Probably gets squashed down. So everybody wants to control everything. HP 2096. Yeah, if you have if you have land in rural areas, so we're talking to counties, and the property meets a slew of requirements, and she she put a bunch of stuff in there, and that's fine, that's fine. But the main one was it has to be under six hundred square feet of living space. Not even really. I think tiny homes are like three hundred or five hundred or less, right? So a small, it's a, a small home. home. Uh, we built a cabin that was five hundred, six hundred square feet. So now that was in a still in a, a, a municipality, uh, but had we decided to do that, and, and think about it, if you're thinking about buying some land out there by, um, I don't know, Seligman or something, you know, where there's a ton of land in these places. We can get 20 acres, 40 acres for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 thousand dollars, right? Um, you could build something out there. Right, is there working places to work? Maybe not. Maybe you got to drive into Kingman or 
Flagstaff or even Williams, something like that, right? But if we want to solve the housing crisis, so they call everything's a crisis nowadays. If we want to solve that, we'll make it easier for people to do stuff. Yeah, build a tiny home. This I is know, not complex. It shouldn't just be like a list that's just going on and on and on. You can't even read it yeah. before it's time to like build. Yeah, we got to get her on. She she sounds like somebody that's uh, in the same wavelength of, as us, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'll um, put that task to, to Isabel to, to hunt her down and see if we can get her on to talk about this. Um, yeah, but yeah, just let me go to this thing real quick. And you follow along to talkwithjeff.com. But basically it, it is um, under 600 square feet. Um, can be a loft or something like that. It has, you can also have a detached garage as long as it's 400 square feet or less. So little home, little garage, a little 600, 600 square foot house with a loft. You can get a, a good open living room, uh, dining room. I know because we've done it. Uh, and, and a bedroom. I mean, it's, it's not a mansion, right? And then yeah, you, but it works. Yeah, it works. And then you know what? Eventually you sell it. Or you stay there forever and then eventually, hey, I want to build a bigger house. And then you go to the, your, your county folks and you say, okay, I'm now going to build a 1,500 or 2,000 square foot house. Let me get the permit. It gets people to get their foot in the door, build equity, you know, and, and get out of this rut of uh, being a victim to the government-caused housing crisis, of which the government's now going to fix, and, and get some into, into the market and build equity. And then they can maybe sell it or add on to it or something. Seems like a good idea. The solutions they refuse to see sometimes. I know. Well, this one did. I, I'm, I'm surprised that we haven't crossed paths. I'm, I'm, you know, this is something that I think, you know, and they, it talks about solar. You know, you, you got to have a septic or something. So there's still mm-hmm. things because you're going to have to get that uh, septic permitted. Um, but this is a way for people, especially if you're handy or... Get YouTube. I mean, go get Starlink in your rural property and you're sitting there. Well, how do I build? How do I plumb this line? What's the pitch per foot? You know, and on and on. It's all there. Anybody can do this unless you just, if you can screw in a light bulb, you could figure this stuff out. If you can read instructions. Yeah. Well, I can't really read instructions. (laughs) You know that. But uh, looking up those videos on YouTube and Rumble and how to build stuff. I mean, it's all there. So yeah, I think it's a good idea. I don't know. I want your thoughts though. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Here's another one. Arizona is very strict on licensed contractors. So if you're going to do repairs for other people, plumber, you know, you're going to build something, you know, construction, block work, uh, framing, whatever. You, you license contractor. License. A lot of states don't have that requirement, or some don't have that requirement, I should say. Um, but there is another one. It's actually Representative Hendricks. Don't know that person either. Is is, is looking to amend the handyman exemption. This is HB twenty ninety two. So right now, I guess the handyman can do up to a thousand dollars worth of work without being licensed. This is handyman. Hey, can you come in and do whatever? Patch up this little drywall hole, or or this or that. Most people should learn how to do that, by the way. But anyway, um, it can be tough to match it. I'm so such yeah. a snob when it comes to construction because I've been <laughs> around it for so long. Um, but they want to raise it from one thousand dollars to twenty five hundred dollars. It's just good inflation. Mm-hmm. Cost of materials help people out. Well, so yeah, because if everything else is going to go up, then why shouldn't all these preset limits go yeah. up too? Some group will oppose this just because that's what you do when you're trying to protect a market. But let's be real: if I try to call someone to come do a thousand or, or twenty five hundred dollars worth of work, pff, good luck. You won't even get a call back because maybe when it's slower, they'll be like, oh, "I want that work," but yeah. they don't even want that work right now. So another one there. So a couple more. Um, well, I have one more. Um, this has to do, it's called the Property Equity Protection Act by Representative Griffith, who I think we have on the pro, had, had on the program before, if memory serves me right, HB 2098. 
in Arizona, there is tax, there are something called tax liens. You're, you're familiar with this, Olivia. Uh, you don't pay your property taxes. You'll find out who actually owns that property, and it's not you. It's well, it's it's the county who then will sell your tax, your back taxes, to an investor uh, and put a lien on your property. So it, right now, if you Let's say you. Let's say someone owes a thousand dollars in back property taxes. They don't pay it within a certain amount of time. The county then sells that lien to investors. Investors can bid it up, or it can go up to like either sixteen or eighteen percent interest rate. I can't remember the exact number. After three years, you can actually foreclose on that property and go to court, go through a process, and actually get it for the back taxes and the court costs. Um, what Representative Griff, Griffith is proposing is a slew of changes to this, including changing it from three years to five years for the foreclosure, and also a bunch of increased notification to potential property owner, heirs, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of times it's land, it's raw land, somebody dies, gets stuck in some file somewhere or, or whatever. People don't even know it's there. Some, a lot of it's junk land, too, that people don't want in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but also she wants to change it so you can't not – you're not going to get it for the thousand dollars in back taxes. You have to pay a minimum of 5% of the assessed value or $50,000, whichever is less. Uh, so I guess they're trying to stop to, them. to, to the, um, yeah, yeah. To, to the, to the owner, the, 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 oh, so original the owner. owner. Yeah. I thought you meant like to the government. <laughs> no, no, the government gets their fees and they want their taxes, you know, and, 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 and all that. So this would change it to where, uh, you, the original owner, excuse me, got to cough, would actually get a, a little more than what's currently happening, which is if you owe a thousand in back taxes, you can get it for that thousand bucks. Anyway, there's just a few. Well, I, what I'll do this legislative session, in addition to bringing in our normal slew of uh, representatives and senators and whatnot, uh, we'll, I'll continue to pull a few that, that, that kind of pique my interest. And then we'll kind of watch them through the process to see if they're making anywhere. But I do like the tiny hit home permit ban. I think this is a wonderful idea. It's for counties. It's not, you know, you live in a city, a municipality. Remember, most people are living in a incorporated city or town in, in this state. We're talking about these rural areas. It'd be it'd save the money, the government money too, because then someone doesn't have, just think about it. Coconino County Building Department got to drive up how many hours to go inspect something in a rural area? Who cares if somebody builds something like, there? Whatever. It's not going to affect yeah. you. Just, just let people do their thing. Uh, and stop being control freaks. That would be a good thing for this country. All right, uh, get a rock chip in your windshield. Remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first. They're going to take care of you like they've taken care of my family for many years. And this time of year, those rock chips start, it's like shotgun blasts on there. Diamond Auto Glass, 928-779-4140. They'll fix that windshield. Get your whole new windshield if you need it as well. 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. 
thinking about refinancing your home, call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. She's going to be able to help you out. She did a great job for my family last year. She does a great job coming here on, on the show as well. Uh, my goal is to always try to get her on every quarter to update you what's going on with uh, interest rates, uh, home mortgages, the real estate market. And, and she's really knowledgeable when it comes to Northern Arizona. Nova Home Loans is Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender. They can act like a broker, act like a bank, find you the best programs out there. And if you mention the Jeff Forvitt show, get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Call Kim Dawson, 928-310-6458. 928-310-6458 or go to NovaHomeLoans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087, BK number 090242, equal housing opportunity, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. It's quick, huh? on my auction talk. You ever hear those people? <laughs> and you're like, you're how like, long must what? They have worked for that? What's that? <laughs> I said, how long must they have worked to get that? Oh, I don't know. It's like a natural ability if you know how to, you, you listen yeah. to those auctioneers and they're just random. And, and you're just like, whoa. Like, did I, did I just, did I just do that? Stop bidding. They get it all amped up, you know, and then, and then they drive it up and they usually get a percentage. You know, so good auctioneer would do good. I don't know what I'm talking about that, but Kim Dawson's disclaimer, you know, you got to do that disclaimer. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, mo- moving on anyway. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about this one. Um, the, well, I, one of the things that I predicted the end of last year was that the EV craze was finally simmering down, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the woke craze are low. I think they'll repackage that as some other nonsense. You, you remember like global, uh, global warming got repackaged as climate change. That's right. Now everybody's like, oh, you guys are full of it on that too. So they'll have to repackage that because they've always got to have something to work all the people up and get them all in, in each other's face so they can usually rob us blind uh, I bet it'll with their be sweetheart even more government just, deals. Um, more extreme now, like sun yeah exploding melting well, earth, I, we could see frozen. it go we we could yeah. see a full um you know roundabout here uh, it'll be like global cooling because <laughs> yeah. of global warming we are now going to global cooling we're all gonna freeze to death <laughs> we now started, we made too many clouds in the sky of pollution yeah. blocking the sun and now it's stage. cool yeah now it's cool and, and they're gonna be everybody's gonna be like, oh oh yeah 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 this technocrat yesterday yeah this technocrat elitist that has this you know 99 degrees on the wall that they got from the you know university of somalia or not somalia samoa <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somalia would be more appropriate, probably. <laughs> then we should get that bump. University of, you know, approved by the University of Somalia. Anyway, they say, so it's got to be true. It's like that ding dong Fauci, who was uh, the other day shouting off his mouth, and he basically admitted that the, you remember the protest you led over the stupid masks and the social distancing that, you know, got you exiled from one of the schools here in Flagstaff? He basically said they just made up the six foot thing. I mean, not so many, he went around like, you know, normal, you know, bureaucrat goobly gook talk, you know, for, he was the highest paid federal bureaucrat out there, right? He basically said, hey, we just had to come up with something. If they and that's what me, we were saying during the whole 
COVID hysterics. <laughs> if they let me back on that school property, I would have so many I told you says. Yeah, you're like, who told, yeah, yeah, whose idea was the plexiglass? That was a good one. Or remember, remember all the federal money that went into ventilation systems in the schools? Yeah, they wouldn't let us use <sighs> lockers. I was like, that yeah. is so weird. There was like one way halls, except everybody was like fighting backwards. And Did they put a layer of plastic down thing. the middle like you guys all had Ebola? Yeah, like on the other These side. Are some of really the school, stupid people that got, come up had with a class this stuff over there. So anyway, yeah, yeah. So he basically, and then he also said the mask. You know, that's crap too. And and oh, the, you know, and the, the left wing media, or no, not, they're not the media. They're the corporate. You know, I'm not going to call them what I think of them. <laughs> um, basically, oh, he didn't really mean that the lab leak. You know, was is, the lab leak? Um, what was that called? Uh, theory was, you know, he didn't, he didn't deny that, you know, he, he, he kind of said that, Hey, yeah, this could have been from a lab. Well, really, you know, you were like blocked on social media when you said this stuff, like six foot distancing is crap. Oh, yeah, that was master the crap. You. Yeah. What's the reek? I want my money back from this guy. Where's the end I of want him? him to return the money he got paid because he wasn't worth it. And the time and the pain. Oh yeah. Th- th- yes. Time and uh, pain and suffering, pain mm-hmm. and suffering here. Where, where's our, where's How our about pain and suffering of our lawyer? lives? Yeah, the years that the kids... How about the disinfectant spray that uh, is sprayed in our face and we probably all have, like, cancer and are yeah, dying now? Yeah, you face cancer. Yeah, you face cancer. How about How about the graduation we went to after, you know, all those years at Isabel in school and we had an outside graduation, which is fine, but they said Limited we had to wear a mask. And, oh, yeah. Oh, remember the, the, the outdoor shuttle bus we took at a national park outside oh, that right. they said you got to wear a mask on completely stupid remember the guy that got tackled in uh in california because he was out out at the beach surfing alone how dare he i mean it's just like yeah i want my money back all right love to hear from you talk with jeff at iCloud.com. evs next more government stupidity Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Jeff Orovitz here, Olivia here as well. Emails always welcome. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I should probably check that. I said I would check that. Um, please subscribe to the website as well because I'm trying to do a post or two a day, usually of Arizona relevant things. This morning I did the CPI. Uh, if you don't, if you weren't listening last hour, CPI came out. Labor Department um, higher than hotter than expected. Hotter than expected. Um, one metric was you know middle three range. Another metric was close to four, depending on which items you decide to strip out that you need. <laughs> you know, it all depends which which item the government wants to finagle. Real inflation is probably still running about seven and a half or eight percent if you go by the old way the government did it. So anyway, that's up there. Talkwithjeff.com plus a list of the bills we've been going over at the legislature and a link to the Arizona legislature as well. So you could track this stuff as as well. You can contact your member in the House and the Senate down there. Um, EVs. I didn't see if there's any EV things on there, but you know this has been the craze of the especially the feds, but the states the city everybody's been in on this what i call just another bubble in america we just go through bubble after bubble where people 
pump a certain thing up and then we're on to the next thing, dump a bunch of money into it, you know, and everybody's going to be driving an EV. Everybody's going to be driving an EV by whatever year. Five years from now. Five years from now. One year from now. It's just like, okay, whatever. Um, I don't think they will. I think EV usage will continue to go up. I've seen an enormous amount of Teslas. I know, there's so many more. Yeah, in Flagstaff in particular, but Flagstaff might not be the best barometer of the health of the nation. It's kind of a bubble. (laughs) We live in kind of a bubble in Flagstaff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Hertz, you know that rental car uh, article from Zero Hedge here. That's a good site to, to bookmark if you're looking for, you know, to get some... Um, I wouldn't even call it alternate, more realistic information, zerohedge.com. Hertz begins dumping 20,000 EVs in a shift back to petrocars. So they're they're selling 20,000 of their EVs. I believe they racked up about 100,000 of these things uh, for people to rent. Mm-hmm. And I bet you a lot of people are really just like, I even thought about it. Maybe just go I rent know, an EV for a weekend. just to see what everyone's talking about yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So the chief executive uh, officer, Stephen Shear, told investors on the third quarter earnings call that the company would start reducing its EV fleet because of high repair costs compared to the rest of the fleet, meaning Normal cars. Vehicles that run on (laughs) gasoline, right? Uh, Which has hurt its bottom line. Quote, EVs will be slower than our prior expectations, he said. Yeah, about 100,000 of them, right? At what? $60,000, $70,000 each? Rash decisions, anyone? Yeah, it's like all because the government said so, and the government said this was going to be great, and we're going to save the planet with these things. Now they're selling a bunch. Uh, Don't know if these prices are still relevant, but a 2021 Tesla Model 3... 80,000 miles, $22,000. I've never really seen these hit the used market, so maybe we're going to start seeing. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's a 2021. I would assume that still has a lot of battery life left in it. Um, another one with 78,000 miles. They're all about $22,000, $23,000. Ah, I might be able to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I might be able to swing that. So I um, mean, it does need to go down before everybody on earth is going to have one. Yeah, yeah, you need to make these a little more affordable, so why not buy up 20000 But mm-hmm. buying a rental car, eh, you know, it's, it's, how good do you treat a rental car? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although that uh, 94 Jeep we got, Wrangler, mm-hmm. uh, that thing used to be a rental car. Yeah, I think I'm the third car. owner. The first owner was, it was a rental car in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It's all original, works fine. So you get a good deal. But I, I don't know. See, the problem with me buying a used EV, I don't know nothing about it. I can look at a gasoline yeah. car and say, oh, the oil. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, the oil's leaking. Why is your oil so dark and brown, you know, stinks like the engine's rotting, you know? What's that squeal? What's that noise? What's that, you know, EV, I have no idea. Well, yeah, it looks good. Drives, there's no oil leaking because there's no oil. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, according to Bloomberg, Hertz began uh, – you know, dumping the 20,000 EVs on the used car market last month and will be a seller through 2024. The sales are expected to record a non-cash charge in the fourth quarter of $245 million bucks. So they're going to show a little bit of loss and some, you know, take a hit there. Um, quote, the company expects to reinvest a portion of the proceeds into unicorns. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's not what it said. The, co- the company expects to reinvest a portion of the proceeds from the sale of EVs into the purchase of internal combustion engines, engine vehicles to meet customer demand. That's an important line there. Important. They're dumping the EVs to, this quote, purchase internal combustion engine vehicles to 
meet customer demand. As they should be for their business. Joe Biden, put the ice cream cone down. There's a market force here. You cannot wave your magic wand or whatever and create demand as the government. You will only screw it up. You cannot sell what people do not want to buy. And I've contended that they have screwed up the EV market, that there is something there, and they've actually will cause a stall in this market Mm -hmm. because of their stupidity, and they're trying to force it on us when it just wasn't ready for mainstream. Just wasn't ready. So I'm going to rent a car. Okay, I'm driving around a place I'm not familiar with. I don't know where your EV charging station is. Maybe if I, I live in a city like Flagstaff or Phoenix or whatever, and it's like I'm driving the same, we call it the triangle. Mom calls it the Bermuda Triangle, right? <laughs> yeah. I drive same that path. same triangle Every all the day. time. You know where the charging ports are. You're a tourist? know where it is i don't know how long it takes i don't know what i'm dealing with gas station wanna, on the other hand yeah oh, I just there and there and there and easy to find yeah and i, I don't wait for you know a bunch of time for the thing to charge i mean i saw someone out in front of walmart it's just sitting in there it's like i'm in and out and they're still sitting in there they're waiting to charge hope i get home <laughs> oh man anyways we'll see how that all turns out another one here related to evs this one the city of flagstaff uh, i saw this on the arizona daily sun City of Flagstaff to charge for charge. <laughs> did I do that title or is that their title? Whoever did that was, was witty. I, I don't know if, let's give them the credit. So City of Flagstaff to charge for charge or charge for charging or something like that. Um, so apparently they had a council meeting the other day and they had a discussion about the city run charging ports. Apparently there's 14 of them scattered about the city or 18, no, sorry, 18. Them. Well, they probably have some, you know, and if you're, like I said, if you're in the market, you know it, you know, if you're, if you live here, but maybe tourists use it too. 18 stations, right? Some of them are downtown. So what they've been finding people are doing is they park their EV in a charging, you know, station, a little thing, plug it in and they leave and they're using it for like a free parking space. Mm -hmm. Plus they weren't getting charged. So you pay for parking downtown, right? You evil gasoline burning <laughs> moron world <laughs> destroying <laughs> you earth hater you 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 go down there in your old jalopy that's just spouting out the smoke and the, you know you just see bird, birds are dropping out of the, the sky change. yeah birds are dropping out of the sky as you're driving it's just carnage and death and you finally pull up downtown because you're like okay i want to go but I, uh, I gotta pay to park so then you pay to park but no you got an ev Free, parking free, free parking, like a monopoly, right? No chance of going to jail. And um, But you also had to pay for your gas to get down there, right? You had to go to the gas station. You had to uh, probably whip out your credit card. At least the gas has come down a little bit. Fill her on up. Then you had to pay the 18 cent tax per gallon to the state. Then you had to pay the 18 cent tax per gallon to the federal government. I'm a simple man, but... 18 plus 18. You know that one, Olivia? Can you do that in your head? 36. 36. See? There's hope for America. 36 cents per gallon, right? The EV person ain't paying that. They don't pay that, right? Mm-mm. But they, it doesn't matter because they weren't paying anything because it was free. And by free, you know, this is government free. This is, you know, bureaucrat with a clipboard scary free. The government, which means you, the taxpayer, you're subsidizing this thing. Probably your 36 cents. No, it's electric, so they don't, they don't have that on there. There's probably some kind of charge from, you know, uh, whoever the electric provider was, APS. There's some fee that the government's getting, believe me. But it wasn't, it was 
big air quotes free. So the electric car people that were parking for free in the free parking spot at these 18 locations around Flagstaff were getting taxpayer subsidized electricity to the cost of the Flagstaff taxpayers, 25 grand, 25 grand. <laughs> I, I, I got to pay for somebody's little, you know, electric Hooray. car. Yeah. For free parking. Yeah. What is that? What okay. is that? Go ahead. So for the electricity provided for these, mm. I hope it's all coming from um, solar panels and windmills, oh. right? Well, they genetically am, uh, engineered a, um, a bunch of guinea pigs. Oh, to run on treadmills. They run on a big wheel. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's no carbon, no pollution and a unicorn. Um, they harvest unicorn dust, but they do it in a animal friendly way. So no unicorns are hurt to it while doing it. It's all environmentally friendly. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't come from any kind of natural gas or even coal, Mm-mm. all solar panels. Fossil fuels. Because, what is that? Because they actually have a separate line. If you look up on your, um, well, we used to call them telephone poles, the electric supply lines and this and that, if you have them. Um, there's the normal black one. That's the bad one. That's coal. Then there's, I don't know, like a beige one. That's like natural gas because that's a little better. And then there's a bright green one. That's solar panel. That just comes on a separate <laughs> line. <laughs> anyway, um, the city council, they even agree that this is ridiculous. Of course, they're the ones that put it in place. I don't know if all of them did it, you know, if they were all there at the time. Uh, but they said that it, they, they threw out the word like equity or something. They actually love the word equity. You know, it's not equitable, which I agree with. It's not mm-hmm. equity. You don't get free electricity, free energy while we have to pay. I know. What is that? And we're paying for you. I'm paying for you to charge your like, car. How much you pay for my gas? <laughs> yeah. I want a refund on that one too. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I want Fauci to send me a refund. I want the city of Flagstaff to send me a refund. And go charge all the people that are getting free stuff. I don't we're waiting. Do the want same our thing, address? But, oh, wait. I yeah. forgot you have it. Anyway, one, one of the representatives, according to this from Daily Sun, quoted here at uh, Austin Aslan, said, uh, I wish I had a fully electric vehicle the past couple of years so I could have taken advantage of this wonderful amenity <laughs> that the city has been offering. Not the city, Austin. The taxpayers. The city does not produce anything. They only take from the taxpayers. These people are confused. They think it's magic money, right? Mm-hmm. It's our it money. In their you didn't provide this. Not your money. You doled out $25,000 of our money. And you finally caught it, so I'll give you credit there. But anyway, uh, continuing on, that has meant EV owners have been able to charge their cars and also park free of charge. That even goes for areas with paid parking, such as downtown and the airport. Yeah, people were leaving their, they, so the EV charging, they just were charging their car for like, no, I don't oh. know. I, I don't know how long. It's like going on a two week trip. Thing, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally making this up. This is fake news here, but this part. They come back and it's just like a black spot there because it's overcharged. <laughs> yeah, so. You have reached charging capacity. Yeah, they're sending messages to them on their phone. Your car is now on fire. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got that free parking. Yeah, you got the free parking, you got the uh, free electricity, and then it burnt to the ground. Anyway, there you go. I do wish that government, our so-called elected representatives would recognize that it ain't city money. It's not government money. It's not, you know, their money. It's taxpayer money. And on the federal government side and all those ding-dongs in D.C. that are saying they're cutting the budget when we're running $2 trillion deficits, that ain't even the taxpayer's money. It is the taxpayer money, but it's a step further. It's borrowed money. It's even worse. You're spending money that doesn't even exist. 
Love your thoughts. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. Subscribe to the podcast too. Hit that button. Hang tight. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show By the time I get an electric car, I'm going to have to pay for the electricity. It's a I know. Shame. I it's missed out on that advantage of the first yeah. ones. The first ones ends up, they paid a lot more for those electric cars. They're going to come down once you get an economy of scale and these things ratchet up, I think. I don't know. Hey, head on over to Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Even if you're in your electric car and you just realize you ain't going to get free charging anymore, <laughs> you're going to need to save some money. Uh, it's slide, Thursday, Slider's Day. Mm-hmm. Sliders, great special there. Plus, they always have something on their $4 menu, including... Awesome soups. I don't know what they got tonight. Probably pizzoli would be my guess. Uh, I think tomorrow might be clam chowder. Anything. It's going to be hot, which you're going to need because it's cold. It's yeah, rough. sounds good. It sounds good. We we need to get by there. Um, maybe this weekend we'll do that. Especially have, have, since we haven't had soup in a while with mom gone. It's clam chowder tomorrow. Might might do that. You know, I, I know that's not your thing. You know, me and Owen would you know, eat that up, though. Real good. I'm slightly anti-seafood. <laughs> Yeah, it's a real pain. You know, when you got you got a household and two of us just love seafood. We eat it all the time. You know, or fish, seafood, et cetera. Then two are allergic and, and then two meat. are like, you know, they blow up like they go from like, you know, whatever the double, double in size <laughs> within 15. I, we'd take Angela to the to the emergency room one time, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. And she always we always used to go out and she liked crab legs, things like that. Then all of a sudden, like. You know, a certain Probably age in your life, just boom. Change. Yeah, just big change there. So I don't know. Anyway, go to Sportsman's Bar and Grill and you know, get some great, great food there. Just north of downtown Flagstaff. Plenty of parking. Don't know if they got EV hookups. Don't think so. But uh, it's on a hill, so you can roll back down. Actually, those EVs don't roll. Remember when um, Bruce yeah, Lindgren's car? Locked, yeah, the tires just it. locked. <laughs> you couldn't tow the thing. They had to drag it up the ramp, right? Bruce I'm like, like I'm like, I put it in neutral. He's like, there's no neutral. I was like, how can there not be a neutral? How can you not make the big motor technologically advanced? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah, the motor. That's how. Stay safe out there going to be icy bets on if there's a delay tomorrow it'd be funny if there <laughs> yeah, is well, well you don't see. even have school so what do you care i know i almost took him me i almost took him out today i was tired of driving around i was like that's it we're done <laughs> i'm done all right subscribe to the podcast hit that button give us a comment send an email love hearing from you talk with jeff at icloud.com end of the week tomorrow uh weekly roundup hope you join us have a great safe night take care see you soon
Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of this show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up The Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area.